Hey everyone, we're Silver Pilled Podcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Lowell. And if you want to share an experience with anything paranormal or unexplained, shoot us an email at silverpilled at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, check us out at Instagram at Silver Pilled Podcast. to another dose of silver pills everybody thank you for joining us again for another look in the weird and bizarre and And downright silly silly scary (laughs) sometimes sometimes just goofy i like the goofy ones though because we've we talked we get dark sometimes i just i like Mm. breaking it up there's a lot of goofiness in this in the paranormal there is Especially when you give it to two goofballs like us. I I (laughs) tend to turn everything kind of goofy. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for the growth. Thanks for sharing us. Um, We are still just blown away. It's the only words I can find to describe Mm -hmm. the growth and the sharing and the comments. Getting people sending us stuff like links to stuff and emails and just everything. Um, Yeah encouraging words like we've been getting a lot of that lately which is awesome not only in reviews but like personal messages and emails and just thank you guys it's it's awesome awesome it makes our days and our weeks and it it's just we really appreciate when you guys um send us stuff like that it it means a lot to us so thank you it does it's it's not it's something we enjoy getting and we take seriously Mm -hmm. we do enjoy it it's not getting blown over it is sometimes this can this can get hard this can get dark this can you know yeah where's it can wear on our spirits because especially lowell who does all the research and i mean it's time consuming it's it's mm-hmm. putting this stuff out there isn't isn't easy you know and, and we got jobs and families and so when the weeks get long and and sometimes we just we're too tired to do it but but then we get those encouraging words and we see those positive reviews and man that that sparks it back up for me. So just want to yeah. let you guys know that we we see it and we appreciate it. I mean, I'm not gonna take the time to to read all the reviews or anything like that, but do know that we we do see them and we really do appreciate them. So thank you. Yes. Yes, thank you. We we really do. We're we're trying to build a family, a community, a family mm-hmm. here. Um 
where everybody can share this stuff and talk about it. That's our goal is to get this stuff out there, even just to talk about it, even if it is silly and goofy. Mm -hmm. At least it's getting talked about. At least people are getting exposed to stuff that we believe is going on everywhere and we don't think has enough exposure, especially in the Christian field. The, The Christian mindset, I don't think. And if this stuff is coming to a head, it people need to know that weird stuff does go on well yeah if if the people in your church haven't read the book of revelation then (laughs) i mean things get pretty weird and if we don't start talking about it now and and discussing it and getting used to the idea of things getting weird if if we are getting close to the end times or when it gets close to the end times you know, it's it's better to at least be a little bit more exposed to it than completely broadsided by right. by locusts with human heads. You know, <laughs> yes, yes. Or if it if it happens to you or someone you know, there's so much other places they could go to find answers mm-hmm. um, that it doesn't seem that the 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 Christian community is offering enough answers to this stuff, or at least a, even just a listening ear to this yeah. stuff. Well, we've heard that a couple of times from, from listeners that have reached out that they would go to a medium or, or, you know, mm. ghost, ghost hunter professionals or whatever, which I'm not saying that, you you know, that stuff's anti-Christian or anything, but instead they felt more comfortable going to, to mediums and psychics and and ghost hunters than they did to their own pastor and i think there's there's kind of a problem there not to not to take a dump on the whole church i mean but it's not every church it's not every pastor and i think as times change the church does change too but i just we want to we want to be kind of like the the guys to to bring this to bring more exposure to this in the christian world so so thank you guys anyways that was a we, I don't think we've ever really gone on an intro soapbox before. We usually right? we're pretty good about getting right in. I know, I know. We got got to kick that soapbox back under the under the studio table here. Right. And... <laughs> I'll kick a cement wall. That would hurt. So I'd rather not. We'll get we'll get into the the crazy cryptid tonight. All right. Well, yeah. So wrap it up. Let's thank you guys. Keep us keep sharing us. Keep keep uh, the five-star ratings coming that helps us keep the encouraging words coming they mean more than you know guys so and gals so um come join the silver pilled family come say hi we're we're pretty friendly we try to get back to everyone even if you just drop by to say hello you know we'll try to get back to everyone so we love you guys and thank you so much for your continued support yeah and if you want to Share something on the show or off the show. Definitely let us know at mm-hmm. silverpilled at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or Instagram, silverpilled podcast. Those are our yeah. only two forms of communication. Or we have a fax machine, but I forget the number for that. <laughs> or a pager. We have that a too. pager, but... yeah. Silverpilled pager. <laughs> I can't get AT&T to, to renew my minutes on my pager anymore. <laughs> no kidding. It'd probably be more reliable than the stupid internet that was freezing. <laughs> Oh, yes. So, All right. What are we doing tonight? What you got we, planned? We are getting into something called the not deer. The not deer. Like yes. K-N-O-T? Like... No, like N-O-T. Like it's not a deer. Ooh, okay. Not not like in the 
not kind of like a microwave because a microwave is not a deer but um, good point more... <laughs> i didn't make up the name but okay. it is kind of fitting okay so, so this is this is a cryptid that a lot of people think started to pop up in the last five to ten years uh, mainly in appalachia appalachia All appalachia the AI guys could be listening to this. You know, we're I know, get... you know, they're slamming the desk. <laughs> it's Appalachia. <laughs> so this, hey, an AI guys, have you seen one? Let us know. We'll oh, or Bo, Bo from the bump. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bo. If you've seen one, you guys are like right in prime area for these things. Oh man! If you haven't seen one. Jump, go out and go looking for them at night on curvy dark mountain roads yeah bo hop into your jeep and get out there and ai guys you know how to handle yourselves right get us some video yeah silver pilled only <laughs> yes <laughs> <All right>. anyway <laughs> these things are deer that don't look like deer so they kind of have the rough shape of a deer, but common oddities are like the neck is too long, much, much longer than a regular deer. They will have glowing, not reflective, but actual glowing eyes. Oh, I don't like that. And forward facing eyes like a dog or a predator style eyes. Oh, that would be freaky. Um, sharp pointed dog-like teeth or more than two eyes really like on its head yeah, yeah like six or seven eyes all oh, over its like head. a spider <laughs> yes. oh. but still in a kind of an awkward deer shape or look oh, that's um, strange okay people have talked about how it's it's legs and joints bend the wrong way or it'll have like more joints in its legs than normal deer. So it'll have like five or six joints that bend and they bend real jerky and shaky like. Oh, like a horror movie. Yes. Okay. And also they've been known to stand up and run on two feet. Oh, not this again. So those are kind of the, the main things. Um, I think I saw one report of a deer that had like its legs were normal until it started to move and then its legs bent but not at the joints when it was walking oh weird so um and before we get into this too deep i did want to talk about chronic wasting disease a lot of people mm -hmm. said no that, that was it's the just, first thought that came to my head just cwd and cwd is a brain uh i'm not gonna go deep into it it's it's kind of a brain disease that eats eats away the brain of deer mm -hmm. it is very serious um kind of a safety public safety message if you are a hunter and you harvest a wild animal especially a deer yeah, i would get it tested anywhere anywhere in the u.s even if even if wildlife division of wildlife says it's not in your area it's been known to be in areas that they don't acknowledge it's get it tested yeah. before you eat it there's no cure for this stuff people have died from eating tainted meat 
Um, but this stuff will eat the brains of deer and they will start, especially in the later stages, will start to act almost zombie-like. Um, they can become very aggressive. Uh, people have reported seeing them bash their heads into trees, um, attacking humans, just wandering around, staring up into nowhere. Uh, is a super terrible sickness, but it does not mutate the physical aspects of the body. I was going to say, it doesn't account for like the eyes or right standing up on two legs. Yes, they don't grow more eyes or have bendable legs that joint the wrong direction. It's and, more... Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's just the behavior. It, it modifies their behavior, changes their behavior for the and CWD. I, th I think it's more commonly in like the um, Rocky Mountains, right? If I'm not mistaken, like kind of like the Midwest. Um, I think years ago it was, I think at this point though, it's everywhere Okay. or I would just assume it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not saying it so that, you know, to, to give the false, well, don't, don't worry about it. Cause you don't live in, you know, Montana, but I do think that it, it is more prominent in that area. I'm only saying that to, to, because you said that not deer are more so Eastern like Appalachian area. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just, I don't want people to think that it's. It's something that's that, that's worries me. Yeah. So I want to make sure people understand that it is very a very dangerous disease. Well, it's like a tick. Like people, and I'm only saying this because I got a tick today. But people don't <laughs> don't worry too much about ticks until it yeah. becomes Lyme disease and and kills you or makes you so sick that you wish you were dead. It's yes. it doesn't hurt to take it a little bit cautious, and that goes for your deer meat if you're going to harvest or even. You know, if you're getting some from a buddy, I mean, we get, I get guys at work that give me deer meat all the time. And I ask them, you know, and about, okay. about chronic wasting. Oh no, it's been tested. Don't worry. So it's, it's okay to be cautious about this stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is a very serious, serious disease, but it is not causing them to grow extra eyes or sharp dog-like fangs. Yeah. I don't know what that would be. I, I don't know. We will I've talk already, about I've already got my end, speculations, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, so a lot of the sightings are mainly just people seeing the deer, the not deer, and then either running away or driving away. I didn't find anything of any kind of attack or any kind of chasing or anything like that. It's more just kind of bumping into them. Um, one in North Carolina, a man saw a deer and he said it had way too many eyes mm -hmm. he didn't speculate how many but in my mind if it had three eyes he would have said three that's so that means it was probably uncountable number oh, of eyes on its head that's so disturbing um a, a missouri person saw a deer on the road with eyes facing forward so like a dog or a predator style style eyes okay um, and these deer aren't scared of people. They're not scared of honking horns or cars. And they and people will get a feeling of dread, like oh, hopeless despair around these creatures. And these creatures will sit and stare right at them in their eyes as they drive by or go by them if they have to. Following them, people have talked about their heads spinning almost 180 degrees around oh. to keep eye contact with them. Oh, some people 
I've reported them being taller than the hood of their lifted pickup truck, staring right down the windshield into their faces. So the story I have, and this is a pretty, pretty popular story. So if you are familiar with Not Deer, you probably would have heard this one. Um, but this comes from a man who lived in Waynesboro, Virginia, and he was he liked to take his motorcycle out at night to ride and clear his head and just kind of get out and get away. And there's a place called the Skyline Drive, which is closed at night, but because he was on a motorcycle, he could ride around the the, the posts, the drop-down posts that fence off the road. Um, so he was small enough, he could ride around them and take the Skyline Drive by himself and just sit up on a pull-off and just look at the city lights out and just relax and have a have a calming evening. So he was out out there one night and he drove up to a pull-off and he stopped and he was kind of leaning up against his bike looking out over the city he had the woods behind him and the cliff in front of him um and he said it was very dark it was it was oppressively dark mm. that night so he was just kind of sitting there staring and he started his hair stand started to stand up on his neck so he's sitting there and he's getting more, he's feeling more and more and more uneasy. He didn't leave immediately because he carried a 44 mag revolver from his time in, in the Pacific Northwest where he had to worry yeah. about bear and larger creatures than you do in Virginia. Bigfoot. Um, right, right. So he figured he's got a 44 mag. He, he It's plenty for anything, even even uh like meth heads or something running uh, around the i would hope so trail. right <laughs> so he wasn't he wasn't feeling outgunned but he was getting more and more and more uneasy to the point where he got off his got walked away from his bike and sat against the wall with his back to the cliff and so he could face the woods because that was the only place something could really come at him because it the cliff on the side, he said, was like a 75, 80 degree angle. Oh, wow. Okay. So nothing's going to be coming up that. So he sat there kind of just watching and waiting to see what would happen. And it finally got so bad, he decided to leave. Um, so he gets on his bike and he starts driving back through the curvy, windy roads of the Skyline Drive. And he's doing about 15 miles an hour, he said, because there's deer everywhere and they will run out and especially on a bike they could collide with you knock you off your bike and he said people wouldn't be out there till you know morning when it opened up so he could be laying all night long or you know, knock you off the side of the road off the cliff or something yeah. um, so he was taking it real careful and cautious just kind of cruising out of there um and he comes up on a deer in the middle of the road he said he thinks it was a doe because it had no antlers in that time of the year bucks would have antlers okay um and he stops about 30 feet away from it and he's sitting there on his bike staring at it it was the largest deer he had ever seen it was barrel chested and had extra long legs so real big broad chest and long skinny legs so the legs didn't match the body like they were no okay that's kind of creepy like like a sausage with toothpicks stuck in it you know what i mean yeah that's that's creepy it's something like a like a out of a horror movie you know what i mean right 
Right. So he had parked the, so he stopped the bike. He's sitting there on the bike and he flashes his headlights at it. And the deer is still sitting there honks at it. The deer is still sitting there, revs his engine. Deer is still sitting there staring at him. And if that didn't get it away, because every time I hear a motorcycle engine rev obnoxiously, I want to run away. Right. Right. So, but he doesn't want to like drive by it and have it run and panic and run into him and knock him off the bike or panic and attack him or something like that. So he doesn't want to drive by while it's standing right there in the road. Um, so he, he gets off his bike and he's, as he's, he's walking over to the edge of the road to pick up a stick or a rock to throw at it, just to scare the stupid thing away so he can go home. Mm -hmm. And as he starts to, as soon as he crosses the center line, the deer stands up on its hind legs and uh. stares at him. So he instantly puts his hand on his gun and he's frozen staring at the deer, deer standing on its hind legs, staring at him. And then it takes two shaky steps towards him and shakes its head like a dog with a toy. You know how they finally oh, shake yeah. a toy back and forth? It was standing there on two legs and shakes its head violently, staring at him. And he's like trying not to freak out at this point. And the deer turns and hops on two legs off the cliff, off the 50-foot cliff. On the side of the road, he said it's like a 75 degree angle. The deer hops across the road on two legs and jumps down off the cliff. So it just like, like ended its own life. Just... Well, he, so he, he's like, gets back on the bike, puts the, puts the headlight to where the deer went off. See, it was because he, he revved his engine. I'm telling right? you. <laughs> <laughs> and he can see the two eyes of the deer peeking at him over the edge of the cliff. Oh. Oh, geez so it had like so it was like laying on its belly on this almost steep slope that or floating in midair i don't know peeking <sighs> at him so he cracks the throttle and he hightails it out of there uh, as yeah, fast as yeah, he can that's disturbing and this guy so he i guess he did he was in the military he was in iraq um and he said that the feeling he got when he was sitting up on the up on the edge at night facing the forest he said it was the same feeling he got when he was in iraq before so before he would start to take fire wow like just that impending doom well that he said you could feel the hateful eyes on you uh um his description and this is let me see i have this quoted it here this is how he described it it looked like quote someone who has never seen a deer drew it but only after someone described it to them oh weird so, so like a like a uh forensics sketch artist or something like that like a criminal right. forensic that's so like they got they got the features right but the dimensions wrong is what uh, i'm guessing oh, okay Oh, that's really eerie. What do you do with that? I don't know. And a lot of now, a lot of people have talked about this, and a lot of people are saying it's just creepy pasta. Oh, really? Um, okay. But they say I forget what year it was 2015, 2019, mid 2000s, um, is when it started coming out on at creepy pasta. 
but I have found stories dating back into the 90s. They weren't called not deer. They're called deer men. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. One. I have it pulled up here. I didn't take notes on this one. I'm sorry. I just found it earlier. That's this like a satyr then. Mysteriesofcanada.com. He talks about someone he knew who was hiking Pikes Peak in October of 2015. Uh-oh. And he saw, quote, this figure was vaguely man-like in appearance and gaunt to the point of infirmity. It had dark eyes and seemed to be covered in hair. The figure's most startling attributes, however, were its two deer-like antlers, which seemed to sprout from the temporal bones of its skull. That sounds like a Wendigo. Right. So people have said these things are skinwalkers or Wendigos. I don't think it's creepypasta. I really don't. I think the not deer name is new, but the cryptid itself maybe has been around for a while. But now this was more man-like. This was more human-like. Than yeah, it the was other one, the first story sounded like a Salvador Dali painting. But, and that's why I was like, man, why don't they call these things deer man? But when you described it, oh yeah, well. I can see why they don't call it not deer, but or why they don't call it deer man. Yeah, deer man's that's more man mixed with deer as opposed to a deer that's just not quite right. Yes, yeah, not quite right deer. There you go. <laughs> yeah, miss the mark, deer. You know, <laughs> I I think and the and the cryptic community really needs to do a better job of naming cryptids I, I, I think so i think so the it's like well it's not a deer well yeah i know it's a car a car is not a deer that'd be <laughs> like that'd be like the person that invented the pretzel calling it not bread <laughs> exactly you get it okay it's just tied in a knot yeah, yeah. yeah. it's anyways hey we should just call them pretzel deer <laughs> yeah see that's already better than not deer it just doesn't right. make any sense anyways that sounds Wendigo or Skinwalker, which I guess Wendigo is Skinwalker. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of in the description of this. And it reminds me of all those stories, and we've covered a couple of them. I mean, even I think in the Dogman episode, you mentioned like the coyote that just stood up on its hind legs and took off running after they shot at it on its hind legs. Yeah. yeah. You know, not coyote. Or the farmer i've heard stories and i'm sure they made their rounds on podcasts of um farmers that they just one sheep would randomly you know stand up on its hind legs oh yeah i've heard about goats you know and not sheep not goats right but this this seems to be an underlying thing of something trying to blend in yeah so that was my thoughts um a lot of so I, i i cruised a lot of reddit for this and i know people say what you will about reddit but there are discussions serious discussions mm-hmm. going on with this cryptid and a lot of people you know of course called it the skinwalker mm-hmm. um but other people trying to chimed in and said if it was a skinwalker you wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't a deer mm. skinwalkers blend in these things are or something else almost something trying to blend in but can't get it right 
So it kind of reminds me of, I don't remember if we've talked about it before, but in the book of Jubilees, where, and I know it's not, you know, biblical, it's not part of the Bible, but it is an old, old Dead Sea Scroll thing. And, you know, they call the book of Jubilees, like uh, the mini Genesis or something like that, because mm -hmm. it's just, it's the Genesis story, but it's, you know, it's a little, there's some weird stuff, in, but there's some odd, interesting stuff. And one of the stories that sticks out to me in that is um, when Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden, God made, they tried covering themselves with fig leaves, but it didn't work. So God made them clothing, how to hides. And allegedly, according to the book of Jubilees, the hides were passed down to Noah, which made it on the ark, these clothes, these like sacred okay. clothes. And from there, it ended up in Nimrod, the evil Nimrod's oh. hands. Now, the clothes are what Adam used to communicate to the animals. Okay. And then Nimrod, after receiving them, used it to be the great hunter because he could communicate with animals. I see. And then Esau, another great biblical hunter, killed Nimrod. Okay. In this story, you know, cut off his head, cut off, you know, and then stole the clothes because they were out on a hunting expedition. And then Esau uh -huh. used it. And then Jacob used it to trick Abraham when he went into the tent and put hair on his arms wow. to make it seem like Esau. So that's that to me sounds like a, a article of clothing that you put on in order to blend in. Right. Right. Yeah. To I be mean, able it, to communicate with animals and blend in. Yeah, because these deer have been seen in deer herds, and the deer herds don't seem to care about them. Right. So it's not... Humans are the only thing that are like, wow, something's not right with this. And is that because they're humans and they can tell? You know, right. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how smart deer are. I, they're... Like, they're not they have very good instincts i know that i mean mm. i mean do they have like but, the sixth sense like a dog you know where like my dog can tell that something's not right right i think they do to the point of of looking for danger i think if it if this creature was a danger to deer they wouldn't be around it or maybe they've been around a certain herd for so long that the deer just trust it right i don't i don't know the the one thought i had and this might take a little bit to explain, but I was kind of reminded a little bit of these things that we're putting. I see like robotic animals that humans are creating to go out and they put them out into the herds of other animals as um, to gather information, right? And they try oh, and make them weird, like another animal. You know, but they it's, just don't it look quite right. <laughs> they don't look quite right. Okay. But they're out there as observation. So is there something out there that's trying to look like a deer in order to observe us? Oh, that's kind of eerie. Why would you pick a deer though? To observe us. Know. Maybe, maybe they're looking 
to see what we do when we leave the city to observe us when we oh, go man. out into the woods. Well, who's to say they're not observing deer? Who, I mean, cow mutilations, people. I mean, Missing 401 just talked about elk being picked yeah, okay. up by UFOs, right? Who's to say right. they're, they're not just trying to observe deer? Right. I mean, they could be. They could be something dis- trying to disguise itself to blend in. Oh, man, that's so creepy, though. If you couldn't trust, if if you couldn't ruin my trust of anything in the woods more, <laughs> you just did. Right. So anything in the woods could be something other dimensional, otherworldly. I guess. Man, can you imagine the poor you. sucker, the poor hunter that accidentally shoots one of these things? He's like, oh, score. <laughs> he tracks it, runs up to it. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bunch of recording equipment inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. The only th- I, I really do lean more Skinwalker. But, um, but the whole multiple eyes thing throws me off. Yeah. To me, it's... I struggle with it because there's no like attacks. There's no, it chased me down the road. When you hear from a skinwalker, it's like something is chasing you. They chase down cars. They chase down. These just stare. They just stare. They lock eyes and they're like staring you down. Mm, I guess that's and true. And just drive away. And they just stare at you as you go away. But what about the feeling of dread? Is that your body just sensing that something's not right? But the guy was a, a military veteran. Like he knew what it felt like to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. have death intended on him. And, and he felt the same way about this thing that somehow can like repel cliffs like Tom Cruise. Right. I, I don't know. Unless we can tell it's something unnatural watching us. Right something that's not not of this natural world is staring at us and observing us and we can feel that i guess well whatever it is they have to get a better disguise because you know whether you're trying to blend in with deer or humans you're doing a terrible job (laughs) or maybe they're those are just like the really bad at it ones maybe that like there's one deer in every herd we just can't tell because they're doing such a good job this is all the new guys trying to figure (laughs) it out (laughs) it's their clinicals <laughs> darn it stan i told you not to push the stand up button just, just jump off the cliff just jump off the cliff until he leaves <laughs> he's looking at us he's looking at us what do i do it's like um like the far side this sounds like i was like a name gary larson wasn't it it sounds like <laughs> it gary larson clips it does it almost sounds like a gary larson deer it does he there. had some weird like alien animals and his stuff yeah uh, and all his deer stood upright did they well i guess yeah. most of the time because they were hunting the humans like that was the, his, right. that was the gag about it or they uh, were, yeah i remember the one where the two were standing there and the one had a target on his stomach and the other one said that's a heck of a birthmark how <laughs> so stupid i was because i mean the what if they are hunters but if they're not like you said, they're not chasing anyone or killing anyone. That's why I was thinking more observers. Yeah, it's it's still though. 
I don't know. I don't know where to put this. That's why I guess I like Skinwalker the most because it seems like the only rational. It's it's a box that almost fits. Yeah, but it again, it it's not quite there. Right. It's 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 very close, but it's not quite. And there seems to be to me again. This is just me. There seems to be enough of a difference that I don't want to classify it as that. You know what it is. I'll bet you I got this figured out. What if we've talked about it before, the government experimenting with DNA? We know this. This isn't far this isn't conspiracy theory. We've seen in the news that that there are companies mixing pig DNA with human DNA and that's what they tell us. Who's to say that this isn't escaped science experiments? And that's why some of them have 10 eyes, some of them have 3 eyes, some of them have five legs you know it's like because it's just they can't get it right and then they take them out and you know run along boy you're free now you know right it it very well could be or they escaped or something i mean that's the only and that's why they're trying to go back in the herd because they're deer but there's just it's like they can't get it right because their dna's torqued out it could be. I mean, it really could be. It could just be that they're some sort of manipulated DNA mutation out there. I'm curious to know if any of these sightings are remotely close to military bases. I don't know. They seem to be all the way from like New York to Georgia along the Appalachians. Appalachians. Okay. Appalachians. That's better. Appalap- Appalachians. <laughs> we'll get it one of these days (laughs) right um but i'm i think that's as good of a guess as any that almost fits a little bit better than skinwalkers in my opinion that's why they're not going after people they're literally just trying to get back to whatever normal is for them just trying to eat some grass (laughs) yeah just want to graze (laughs) eating the wrong grass buddy you're not looking too good I mean, it very well could be. It it very well could be. Um, some of the stuff people claim that this is a folklore that goes back for a while in the Appalachians. Mm. Other people say we're from Appalachia and we've never heard of it. Mm. So it's kind of a fuzzy area. Well, the Appalachians are a weird area. They are. They are. They're really, there's a lot of folklore and a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that goes on in those mountains. Yeah. I mean, those so, are, those are just, it's old, you know, and there's a lot is. of people in there that want to be left alone, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't mean that in an ugly condescending way. I'm, I just think that there, there's a lot of stuff practiced in those areas that we at, in modern society, you know, I wouldn't say look down on, but might be a little afraid of yeah yeah it's it's a very different culture and it's mm-hmm. so close to to big city culture it's almost unreal to mm-hmm. see it's it clashes those two cultures clash very very heavily but i don't know maybe there's some mad scientist somewhere in the in the mountains like dr monroe style oh it? yeah was, island, it, was it Dr. Monroe? Yeah, Island of Dr. Monroe, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Great book, terrible movie. 
Right. Never saw the movie. The book was enough to freak me out. Yeah, the book was pretty good. Who who wrote that? Was that Conan Doyle? Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? No, that wasn't Doyle. It wasn't was Stevenson, this? was it? No. Wow, no. Um was it um the guy who wrote Journey to the Center of the Earth? Oh, who was that? Jules Verne. Yeah. I'm looking it up. I can't. I am too. I don't want the movie. H.G. Wells. Wells, man. We were wow. way off. He's like one of my favorite authors. I know. That's a surprise we didn't that. know that. Good grief. I thought it was Jeez. someone where, um, kind of like, you know, Robert Louis Stevenson was only, was really known for Treasure Island, but he also wrote Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Well, H.G. Wells is really known for Time Machine War of the Worlds, but. Very, no, very true. That is, that's, that has more of his feel to it, though. That's not surprising. Yeah. Anyway, not book review. Don't get me started on H.G. Wells books. We'll be here all night. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, getting off the whole uh, literature kick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where to put it. My, I think I like that the most, though. Government experiment and it's gone wrong. I think I like interdimensional traveler spy station. Oh. Everything's interdimensional with you. Or you... an extraterrestrial. Oh. What if extra-dimensional terrestrial? So let me ask you this. What traveling. would you do if you saw something like that? Like jokes aside. I'd probably freak out, honestly. Well, I, it would bust your whole like logical sense. You wouldn't know what you're looking at. This is like right. that would break your mind, especially if you weren't in the paranormal field. Mm-hmm. It it would be yeah, a complete mind twist for you. Ten, pretty much make you question everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, especially if you're on a motorcycle, like oh. <laughs> that's the worst case scenario i know well i think a bicycle would be worse but... yeah that's true a unicycle <laughs> oh dear thanks to us people can now be on the lookout for them yeah that's a very good point mind disintegrated yep. when they see one now that's it that is it try communicating with it i think yes. would be the now that we all are on the same page i think if any of our listeners happens upon one of these things, I'm talking to Bo and the <laughs> Appalachia intelligence guys. If uh, you, since you're you're obviously going to go do it, go out and look for them. Since we said so, try to communicate with them before you shoot them. Yeah, maybe bring them a candy bar. Yeah, I wonder what not deer would like. Not, not Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That was good. That was pretty bad. Well, I think that's uh that can sum up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, let us know what you think. Yeah. Have, have you seen these? Are you ever gonna look at deer the same way again? Are you gonna trust your own household animals? Yeah, I know I won't, because my dog's <laughs> eyes are already kind of weird. <laughs> He's, he's observing you <laughs> yeah. on everybody. one side of the room and my wife on the other side of the room or <laughs> charlie can you imagine if he got up and walked on his hind legs oh my gosh i'd oh i'd punch him in the nose like there's <laughs> no way 
Pet dog. No. <laughs> no. Get the squirt bottle. No, <laughs> not today. I don't need this in my life right now. Stop acting like a not Charlie. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm definitely not going to sleep tonight. Right? Well, so make sure you keep your eyes open. Even if you think they're a cute, cuddly deer herd, get the camera out. Be ready for one to stand up on its hind mm -hmm. legs and mm -hmm. show its sharp teeth through its forward-facing 15 eyes. Yeah, that was the other thing. Sharp teeth. Mm -hmm. That's like a carnivore thing. Yeah, the forward-facing eyes and the sharp dog-like teeth. Mm -hmm. Almost as if they're, yeah, carnivores. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Mm -hmm. Well. Nope. I'll really start to worry when it's not elk because they're even bigger. <laughs> no, not moose. Yeah, they're aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, till next week, till the next dose. So yeah. uh, we hear from you guys. Let us know what you think. Send us your stories and uh, send us your good reviews. We love you guys. We appreciate y'all. And we yes. will talk to you soon. Good night.